This is Mr. Impact Wrestling himself, Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do this shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilly you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts, I hate your wristbands, I hate your shoes, I hate your music, I hate the C-Nation, I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> What's up, TIW Mafia? JP here, and I'm here today with Josh. Um, finally, finally, it's the that's fucking, it. it's been, for, hey, Ready? Oh, that oh. sounds corking. Sounds, sounds proper 12. Speaking, speaking of parking, popping corks, I just want to put it out there that, you know, support for the Irish Whip this week comes from Manscaped, who is the best men's below-the-belt grooming Manscaped office precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Dude, fuck, you ever cut your ball shaving? Uh... <clears throat> I'm fucking almost 45. I have a tough time not sitting in a fucking hot tub and not sitting on my own balls. So, uh, right? yeah, that's it's a fucking like, issue. It's an issue. I've, like, there's a lot of that. There's a. Uh, it's gravity, I've, dude. Gravity's pulling I've, on your nuts. I've had some murder scenes, and that's where like the manscape and that their lawnmower 2.0. I've used it. I, I have it. I, I got it a couple of weeks ago, and I've used it a couple times now. It's got like not. a safety razor. I, I know. Have not. Joe, on the other hand, who has no balls, yeah. <laughs> I, I bet it, I bet it, it could probably work for a JJ. But this will, st- oh yeah, I'm sure it would. Hmm? This will stop those all those accidents. You can actually like it's an electric razor or a rechargeable razor, but you can switch the blade out. What, dude? You can switch it? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What? 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 So like you can buy replacement blades for it. So you always get a sharp blade. Really. Yeah, and plus, dude. I'm eating dude, almonds. I really wasn't taking this serious, but really, you can do that? You can switch out the blades? Yeah. Can, is it what? Can you use it in the shower? Yeah, absolutely. No. And, like, it's, you know, it's always been tricky. Like, I've, how do you know the difference between your ball razor and your face razor? You don't, because you got to oh, have Oh, I have two. separate of those. Don't think I'm. Right, but, like, how do you know the difference between, you know, like, I use, I, I use Gillette on my different face. different razors? Like, I know. Uh, I'm not so, like most men. I know. I'm not like most men. Most of those guys out there don't give two shits. They, they, they use the same razor. It's gross. But they don't only get the razor, dude. They got fucking. There's a, a cologne that smells awesome, which I wore this weekend to the Patriots game. And got a girl I, from Georgia. Yeah, I got. I got brought Georgia in Atlanta girls, now. Georgia girls like the manscape. So, and like the they got ball deodorant, and like that prevents chafing. Which I'm a big guy, so I chafe all the time. 
Well, basically, this entire kit was for, so you could turn your balls like you were just a newborn baby. That's it. And oh, I like that. So, but uh, it's not only that, but now if you guys go on there and you use promo code TIW, you'll save 20% and get free shipping. Free what? Free shipping. Plus 20% off. Plus 20% off anything you buy. Wow. So, guys, go ahead and support Manscaped because they support us. Can I see your balls? I'll show them to you. You really? don't like seeing my poop. I know, but I'll look at your balls if they're all pretty. But you have right. they, they, they got to shine like your balls. They got to be bald like shiny. We we need our balls for this episode. Dude, this is going to be rough. And we uh, do you backstory? Like I don't. So this is like I'm all in AEW. Like when I say that, and this is going back to TNR days, right, dude? So this is like all I'm doing is recording NXT. I have not watched Raw or SmackDown. I have just basically listened to our friends at Talkmania or at Boot to the Face. I mean, that's how I'm choosing to absorb that medium right now because I want to do it in a, in a matter that is relevant to me and I don't waste my time, right? Okay. So, and the biggest reason too is I'm, you know, I'm using the Twitter machine for WNS during AEW. Like, that's my shtick now. That's fun for us. So, I'm I'm just trying to be like I'm I'm legitimately trying to be a totally immersed fan that is enjoying an alternative product to what I'm used to and putting everything I have into it. So when I go back and I'm judgmental towards it or I'm not judgmental towards it, meaning either the AEW <laughs> or NXT product, um I have a reason to be, you know, it's the same reason why I stopped watching WWE and became a TNA guy. I don't know. I, I'm excited. I want to see this t-shirt. So how do you, I have yet to see this. What's this kid's name? Jordan miles, but it's, it's ACH. Oh, what? Yeah. It's remember ACH. Yes. Okay. So he's Jordan miles now. All you all all I know is, and all all I you guys will know that I've I've been off social media as well, pretty a lot. Like I have not been on social media as much, just so I can, like I want to get the authentic feel for AEW as a fan that's just tuning into TNT and has never watched this product before, right? Which in reality is kind of right because I'm not a New Japan fan and I have never really followed that unless it was the guys that I liked, like Archer or Lance Hoyt. You know, I would watch those matches specifically, but I wouldn't watch the others just because it was the, what are you what are you doing? I'm trying to send you a picture of the shirt. Well if I just look at uh, I think you... Ben Ben actually uh sent out a, a tweeter about that, didn't he and, as well? And he, yeah, and he I think he, he didn't see the racism in it. Um, I honestly didn't until I talked to. Okay, you told you just sent me a picture of. The There's story a reason I sent you little that. black sambo. So is this supposed to be? I mean, this is what everybody's comparing this T-shirt to. Yes. He's not smiling though. Isn't this kid supposed to? I mean, he no, looks, right. This That's... guy looks like this guy's a uh, obviously a really bad adaptation but... of. Is that guy supposed to be an African American? So yes, but that's the way they were drawn back then. Hey, you can't art. You can't fault art for that. 
well, I mean, yeah. you can when it's drawn <laughs> by, by predominantly white males. That's the thing. Okay, so right now is, I'm about to look at this T-shirt that Mr. What's his name again? Jordan Miles. And he's how is he relevant right now? NXT. So he's not relevant to me right now. No, I, I mean I guess that's what I'm saying is I'm not. I mean he's this, signed to WWE, an, so is, I mean. To me, this is just another dude with another T-shirt that WWE is going to put on. That it's nope. going to be whatever. They've they've already pulled the shirt. Not a single shirt has been sold. Are you kidding me? What if I what if I started wearing it? Would I be called a racist? So T Public has it in white already. Really? If you Google ACH T-shirt, I just saw that it popped up. Which white is apparently what he approved? But here's the thing: every proof that you look at and I know this because I work in the medium every proof that you work off of is on white paper you cannot put this on black paper and everybody in the industry knows Oh, who do you know sells anything other than a black t-shirt in the WWE I get that and uh, to be honest with you it's just I own I I'm not saying. Look, t-shirts. I guess here's the thing. Here's here's what I'm saying is, I'm but not legitimately, say- I own two. I own one actually WWE shirt, and I own one Glenn Jacobs from Mayor T-shirt. Did you see the one I'm wearing? No. How you like the shirt I'm wearing? You're not. You're wearing a bitch white beater. I'm wearing my Baron Corbin shirt that I wore that I nice. promised I'd buy if he won. He did. <laughs> so, oh, do you, Baron Corbin? But that's the thing, is it's definitely, it's a different connotation being on a black shirt to a white shirt to me. What is he known for? Uh, for being ACH, I mean. But why... I honestly haven't seen a lot of his NXT stuff, so. Jordan Miles smiles. I Dude, I, I can't, I can't sign off on this. Like, I can't say that this is... I know, it's I know what you're saying. But let me, let me, let me put it this to you, to you this way, Jordan Miles. Okay, if he'll never listen to this, but if you do, he, he, here's why. Why would anybody? I'm not saying it's not racist. It could be. It comes across racist to some people. This is why. I, I guess I don't know, man. I, I'm, I of the theory is that racism has been alive and well since the '60s. It, it, it lived in the '70s. It lived in the '80s. It lived in the '90s. It lives in the 2000s it lives in the 2000 whatever's the reason it's a little bit more relevant now i feel in my opinion is because of social media which is a really good thing like it's bringing up the things the service like we've talked about like when we were kids it was you know eeny meeny miny mo right i mean everybody knows that that's you know 40 years or older younger than that you may not know because we started to have a little bit of a conscience so I guess what I'm saying is like I, I get it, like I get the racism thing. I, I understand it. Like I, I I have a nephew that's black. He's a mulatto. Like I, my brother in law was black. I, it's just I, I get it, right? But how far like if Jordan Miles was smart, right? Why why would you as an employee, JP, why would you just call it out as racist intentionally? Like why wouldn't you say why 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 wouldn't you say, hey, guys, I really think that this is, I mean, have the balls to go to your boss and say, I mean, I guess that's what I want to know is, did he go to these guys first and say, hey, I think this is really fucked up? 
I believe he says he did. And what did... Okay, who did he go to? One. What did he say? Two. And I guess that's the thing, JP, is like you and I are different people. Yeah, you have a totally you have a totally different opinion as I do on this. I I know you, and I'm just all I'm trying to do is convey the opinion that I agree with. I I think it's a racist shirt. When you really look at it in the context of history, it is 100% a racist shirt. Okay, when you look at it in the context of a pretend sport with fake belts that don't mean shit to a lot of people, what is this really? In the skin it's, it's an ugly shirt I'd never wear anyway. Right. I mean, this is, I mean, my nine-year-old niece could make this. This is, this is an example why I'm really excited to be watching AEW, and I chose to do this even before tweeting for WNS. I mean, so, you, know, you know who my favorite fucking wrestler is right now, and that's Finn Balor, and it hurts me every time to know that on Wednesday nights, we're not, I'm not watching him because I told you he was going back down there. And it's not Marco Stunt. Fucking, huh? It's not Marco Stunt. No, no, he's still cool, dude. I love Marco. I think he's so good. Jungle Boy's fucking good, too. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I, I, those two, like, if, if you can, it's just... How does Jungle Boy not do a Dylan McKay gimmick, though? You, you know what would be funny? Is if uh, at some point in time he's able to do that with Orange. Oh my god, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, he just switch his name up, right? Call him McCabe Dylan instead of Dylan McCabe. Just switch the two names around. <laughs> right? 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 <laughs> I mean, he's legit his son, so. Uh, so I, I, dude, I, I understand the uproar. So I, I want to hear your side of the story because I do agree it's it's a racist shirt. Okay? I, that's not I, my side of the story. I just... I, I, I want to hear your opinion on it, I guess is what I should say. If the email is true and... Okay, I didn't know anything about an email. Like, I'm just so looking at the shirt. apparently Triple H requested the shirt be more teethy looking. Okay, just... so what is... I am trying to correlate the connection between, like... So they didn't automatically just say, let's, let's make a racist black guy smiling shirt. That'll do it. Right. I can't imagine Vince saying that, like... Why is Jordan Smiles or Miles or whatever the fuck his name is? Why are they doing a mouth? Like, is he known for smiling? Is he always smiling? Does he have a big ass fucking white grill? He does. He does have a big ass smile all the time, but it, it's just he's not. You know, we say black, but they're not actual black color. Like they could have put that on a brown t-shirt and it would have been better or they could have put it on a white t-shirt or a gray t-shirt or any other color and it just wouldn't have looked as bad but what's this i guess what's this they shit like who i can understand if creative just said you know what jordan uh we're making this t-shirt uh we're gonna go ahead and put it out uh, it doesn't mean or matter what you say. You have no input in it because uh, you, we own you. Uh, you are our creative. Uh, we own everything about you now. So we're going to go ahead and make this shirt do whatever we want. Why would you not, as a professional, say, you know what? I don't agree with it, but I'm going to trust where you're going with it, and let's see what happens. Like, why? how come all of a sudden it's got to be the toot-toot racist horn instead of, Looking at it from a business, and that's just me. I'm looking at it as, as a business aspect of a person that just looked at this. I'm not defending the WWE. 
I'm not defending racism. I'm not defending Hulk Hogan. I'm not defending Booker T. I'm not defending any of this. It's ever been history in WWE and the heat that goes along with it. Like, I don't want any part of that. I didn't see what Booker said. Apparently, Booker defended the shirt and said it wasn't that bad. It's not, dude. Like, it's, it's legit, really. Like, I get it. The tension is high. Everybody fucking hates Trump. Everybody... It, right. It's not. It's not. To me, it is not a matter of there is more racism in the world. It's a matter of that we are able to see it instantaneously. So it seems like there is a lot more. In reality, it's always been going on. It has always been this way. It hasn't changed since the '60s, and it's still racist as fuck. We just get to see it on a more uh, often basis now, which is maybe hopefully a. a the collective understands now that it's relevant and it's here on the plus side of things. The WWE is showing a ton of diversity this week too, on another level, on a different level. Is, you there, know something about a, is there something about a poster? Like they did Fox news tweet something about diversity, but there was no other, no, no person on there of color other, other than an, or how do you, I don't even know how to say it without pissing people off anymore. When I was raised, um, they were referred to as Oriental. Now they're Asian Americans. I guess is how. So I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. Is I'm trying to learn. A lot of us are trying yeah, to learn I because think, I do it's think Oriental behavior, offends because Oriental like groups them all. But no, that's not. I didn't even know about that. I'm say, talking if about. If I say um, Asian, is that worse? Like that's. I guess I'm trying to get to the no. point. Like I don't. Who do you? Who do I? I'm going to piss somebody off. Which Asian, one do I piss off? Asian because they're from Asia, right? Do you remember when when uh, the the kid from the Astros, right? You're, this this is a true story. Kid from the Astros, right? Cubans, Cuba, small, what fucking Connecticut size, maybe even not even that big. Uh, this is last two last year, two years ago, right? Kid gets a home run off of Oriental, Asian, Asian American, Jap, whatever, right? Uh, yeah. Press conference. You know what he calls the man? This what? is 2018. It felt good to get a home run off the slant eye. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's... No, it's dude. It's legit. Like it's you and I go like, oh my god, how could somebody no. say that? Here's the deal. That's Cuba. That's Cuba. Like it's that's yeah. what they call them. When I laugh at stuff like that, I'm not laughing at the words. I'm no, laughing at the ignorance of the person. Yes, exactly. But do you know what happens tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. It's Halloween. <laughs> Isn't tomorrow Crown Jewel as well, though? Uh, how, how do I say this one? I don't actively participate in events that don't place females on the same level as males or insult them otherwise. So, Lacey, Lacey Evans versus Natalia is at Crown Jewels. Shut your fucking mouth. You know nope. why? Holler out, USMC. That's a double fucking dog for you right there. That's, That's one woman saying, you know what? I'm a fucking Marine. I've been over here. Let me show you what I'm all about. I, I Dude, I'm, I, I, they're both horrible workers. Don't get me wrong. Natty and... This I, is, I, 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 I have a hard time calling her by her... Not her real name. All I'm going to say is like it's hard for me to watch them work because they both are. Natalia has never been a good worker. Natalia will never be a good worker. She is. She can never hit a spot. It's always sloppy as fuck, and nothing ever pans out. 
uh, Lacey's so green right now that yeah. it's still. I'm. I feel like all I'm doing is talking. But this is like the first. That's, that's no. That's good. I don't know, man. It's, it's just good. been too long. You, that you know, you done. tweeted about. You tweeted on one of the Twitters. It might have been at Three Irish Boys about you know having to listen to me talk for an hour. So I figured I'd let you go. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Son of a bitch. We should, uh... But this is the first ever women's match in Saudi Arabia. That's almost like uh, Maria Canellis and Amber O'Neill as the first women's match in Japan. That's, that I don't care. Like, and I'm not taking yeah, and I'm not taking anything away from. Um, I might actually watch that now, JP. Now I might actually if that's tom- that's fr- is that Friday or tomorrow? Sure. Yeah, one of those two. Who gives a shit? This, this episode's um, coming out tomorrow. It doesn't matter. I, but, I will actually probably now that, now that I know that's going down, I will probably watch that. And Lacey Evans is a U.S. Marine vet, so Semper Fi. It's uh, it, that's huge. That's that that WWE today announced at a press conference at King Fad International Stadium in Riyadh that the first ever. How gay yes. could that be? Is that you see your loner phone? It's a generic. No, shut up. First ever women's match in Saudi Arabia will take place tomorrow, October 31st, as part of Riyadh season, which includes more than 100 events over a two-month span featuring world-class entertainment and sports properties. Text me. I want you to text me now so people can hear how cool mine is. Text me. We heard All yours. Right. Now you have to text me because that was you got some. That was a Nokia from nineteen. It's to, not a Nokia. It's actually a Motorola. It's brand new. Shut your yeah, mouth. There wasn't. Was there cell phones in these? Nokia's didn't come out till like what nineteen ninety two three. I'll send you an appropriate text with what we're talking about. Very uh, very. Hear that? The hell was that? Some redneck, you redneck father yelling at you. Dub dub. You, you think that's cool? No. No, I'm an adult. Uh, well, I tried to use that for not dressing up for Halloween. Should I tell a Halloween story? Sure. What are you dressing up as? Uh, remember what I dressed up as and what happened when I dressed up that's, as that. This is true. Uh, so I don't. I'm like you. Like So i am got this job, and part of it is to go out and be in the public eye, and I didn't, I'm like you, like, I'm an adult, I don't dress up for Halloween, ha ha ha, well, turns out, you know, this gig, you kind of have to do that, so, dude, this is literally, and legitimately, 100%, the honest truth, when I say that I have never dressed up for Halloween and went out to a bar, never, in my life, I've never had a reason to, like, I've had kids, we went trick-or-treating, there was Thursday Night Football on, like, I had a reason, you know, whatever it was, there was a good... Irish whiskey, I mean, whatever. You know, I'd go to other people's houses for parties. You know, that's what we do. So, Why did I not put that on silence? Put, yeah, I don't know. It's I not like did. this is your first fucking rodeo, son. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can't help it if I'm popular. I know, man. Sadly, it's probably Joe texting me. Long story short is uh, invite a gal that I'm seeing over to the party. After party, after this, whatever happens, right? And during this, there's different teams going through, and I'm dressed up as a preacher, a pastor. Uh, I called him Father Nelson. Went over pretty well. That was it. Was funny shit. There was a lot of um, boy and peepee jokes all day long. 
and the girls laughed at it most of the boys, but because I was making fun of their boyfriends. Anyway, lo- long story short, there was a team, <laughs> Angels and Demons, and she couldn't have been all, as old as my daughter, which is 24, 25. And I think I could call daddy more on one day than I have my entire life by wearing that, by younger women. Right? Uh, end up going to the after party, and as soon as I walk in the door, she's all over me. I'm not a good looking. I'm not a good looking dude. I don't think I am. I just think I'm big and ugly. But it's confidence, bro. It's confidence. Dude, it like, I know I'm confident as fuck. That's my problem. It was a hard no for me. Um, and she started grinding and trying to kiss, and I didn't know what to do. Like I froze. I like I locked up, man. So. What do you Meanwhile, do? this I isn't went, the girl I, I, you went and showed up with. No, this isn't the girl I showed up with. The girl I showed up with is making eye contact with me, and as soon as I made eye contact, I shot my hands up like I was fucking getting arrested. Like, that's what automatically happened. I went hands up. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Meanwhile, um, anyway, I just I learned that for, at this point forward, when that happens, um, if you're actually seeing somebody, you are supposed to do the Heisman or so, an assemblance of that. Oh, Really? Yeah, you're just supposed to say no, thank you, and oh, well, go to the other one, right? That's sort of what you did. It kind of is. I mean, she was asking me to go outside. It was just—it was a hard no. It was a very yeah. hard no. However, had I not been seeing anybody, that would have been a hard yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, what do you? Because I know we're both watching AEW tonight. What are you looking forward to out of it? And why am I still watching it? Do you... Honest truth, dude. I am so kayfabing this that I have not... I've stayed off social media. Haven't seen any promos. Don't even know the matches tonight. Like, I am doing this like it is 19-fucking-80 and I don't have the internet. I don't know who's going to be at the pay-per-views. I don't know who's showing up on fucking Wednesday night. Like, I am legitimately doing this um, total immersion without the social side. And the, re- the, dude, the reason you're watching is because the, the little things that matter. The All of a sudden, SCU, speaking of racism, you know, we get an amazing African-American athlete make an entrance two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Uh, in the right way. Christopher Daniels gets knocked down. Uh, yeah. oh, that was so, so. You watching that. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you, you, you called and me right away. I watched the little things in wrestling. Yeah, that's the little things that matter. If You call it the little things. I call it the psychology. Well, here's the thing is uh, Daniels gets hurt. Scorpio comes out. He's got one shoe on, one shoe off. He's not taped up. Why wasn't he taped up? Why wasn't he ready for a match? Well, because he wasn't supposed to have a match. Nine times out of ten, anyone else in that situation comes out dressed to wrestle. Absolutely. You know, and he came out, he came out, and he got his shoe back. Remember, he threw his shoe into the audience. He wound up getting it back. Yeah. So that that's, that is one reason why I feel um, the fans that are there, and I'm scanning, if you scan the fan base, Front row AEW, opposed to scan the front row, Nicholas Adams, WWE NXT, you'll see uh, a different type of fan. You'll see a different age group. You'll see a different demographic. 
you'll see a different everything. They are two entirely different fan bases. And this fan base that I think we're seeing is the fan base has been dormant. It's the fan base that um, parents like me brought kids up in wrestling through ECW, uh, through WCW. Like no. kid, Kids these days are more inclined. I'm talking 25 to 35. I'm not talking like 15 to 20. I'm talking that 25 to 35 age that grew up with fanatical WWF fans or WCW fans like me. Those parents rubbed off. And I think those are a lot of those fans that are sitting in there right now. And I don't care for the non-theatrical stuff that AEW does. The sort of tearing the third wall down with uh, the Young Bucks and stuff. But I did love... Let me. I'm sorry. Go ahead, dude. I keep interrupting you. I absolutely loved when they brought Orange Cassidy in from the audience. The little Orange Cassidy to pin Cody Rhodes. I saw. But if you notice through that, MJF never broke character when everyone else did. Did you see MJF after the show? Which time? It. Do you? I'm gonna go back in my Twitter feed, and I'm gonna make this comment again. A, a, MJF was our first TIW cornerstone. Like we yeah. saw him right away and said, "If you're gonna start a promotion, that's the dude you want to start one around." Did Guess you what? notice it's not a Louis Vuitton Louis Vuitton scarf anymore? What is it? It's now a MJF scarf that you can buy on Pro Wrestling Tees. See, it I, says I can't afford a real scarf on it. <laughs> He is the best. He's the he's going to be bigger than Scott Hall. Do you know what I like more than AEW and NXT right now, though? The one that I've truly been appreciating. NWA. NWA Power. Okay, so now that you okay, so is it the is it is it the set? Is it the blue and the gold? Is it like we're jumping all over tonight? But it's, it's no, fucking... we're talking about the. I mean, we we the racism had to be touched, and now we're talking about current wrestling. Nice, I think nice it's a mix. Father Nelson. <laughs> I think it's a mix. No, I, I, I really, honestly, fucking to, to, to finally answer your question before we go to NWA, right? The reason you're liking AEW is because you have individuals in that promotion that respect, and when I say this, the, the business they respect the business more than a lot of kids that are in the WWE that think they know the business. To me, that's why I think you're watching more of the AEW product because of the roads and what they're doing. I do like the roads. I like Cody and Dustin. Um, I like that Dustin is sort of gold dust still. Right. With that half face paint, um, but completely different because Dustin always openly hated the gold dust character. Always. Always hated it. Um, same, same reason why. Remember when he went over to I WCW get... and like shot on WCW? Dude, if you dig in this deeper, like if you really dig into this racism shit deeper, it goes as far as characters. Cody Rhodes and Star fucking man shit bull. I mean, Virgil. Goes, uh, Vir- yeah, Virgil. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, I could, I mean, I could go day in and day out, but I can't accept the fact that in today's world that a young man couldn't. Talk to have a peer to, a peer to talk to, one, and two 
you're a professional athlete. I know it's fake. It's wrestling. It's it's predetermined. But you're still a professional athlete. You're supposed to be professional. You're supposed to be. And it just seems like the the guys in AEW are more professional than the guys in the WWE right now. I think that's why you like it more. Very probable. Now, I got to see... I want to talk about this when we come back from break, too. I went to UFO Wrestling uh, this past week and got to see some really really great wrestling and then some really uh, interesting stuff. And I got to hang out with King Sol and Murph from Meats and Tweets. You guys are fucking measuring each other's meat? They didn't fucking bring food. They said they made homemade calzone and they ate it before they got there, the bastards. Right. They can't <laughs> cook. That's their yeah. wives cooking that shit. Put it on. Calling shenanigans. Yeah. But it was cool to get to hang out with. It, it was hanging out with them and with, uh, with PDD, baby. That's your hair. Huh? <laughs> he cut your hair. He, oh, he hated me by the end of it because I was talking shit. He, he literally turned around to me and said, is this all you're going to do all night is talk shit to me? I was like, yeah, pretty much. Let's, uh, let, let's take our break, and I want to I wanna see if we can talk a little bit of, of Beyond. I want to spend a little bit of time talking about uh, the shit that went down with uh, MDK. Okay. Uh, with, what's his name? Johnny Silver? Okay. You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. The I'll match ex- last week? I'll explain the pay-per-view from Saturday plus the match on Thursday. Oh, and how that I didn't on. watch. I did watch Thursday. I did not watch Saturday. Well, let's take a break and come back, and I will explain to people why they need to fucking, one, subscribe to uh, fucking... It is now independentwrestling.tv, formerly Powerbomb. Right. TV, which was fucking been amazing. So I'm not saying that any other streaming service isn't bad out there, but I'm a fucking beyond mark, and I'm always going to keep it that right. way. Yeah, Hashtag. I watch Independent Wrestling TV had AG's first show on there as well now. Yeah, they were fanging and banging. So, all right, guys, we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Guys, also, make sure you check out Death Wish Coffee. Uh, promo code IRISH, I believe it is, will save you uh, 10% on anything off of Death Wish Coffee. And those guys show us a ton of support. So, Death Wish Coffee is absolutely 100% the only coffee that I drink now. Like, I legit, in Montana, mind you, I can go and get the K-Cups, which is, to me, the perfect pour. But uh, I have to go online. An order uh got my first order so that was sweet um and also dude we're doing another giveaway here like christmas time i think and they're in some store they're in some of the um supermarkets around here some of the smaller local ones but it's so good they're um it's coffee like it's it's it's, it's not artificial caffeine they don't inject any beans with shit it is a natural blend yeah, it's just of the way that it's the different it is, beans they use yeah, it's certifiably the best but coffee I've ever had, dude. It tastes like coffee. It's not like Dunkin' Donuts and nothing against that. You know, I love a good Dunkin' Donuts pumpkin ice coffee. But it's not that. You That's, and Rucker. Right? We're both basic white bitches. Yeah. Oh, wait, hey, I can't speaking, say bitch anymore. Speaking of that, just just put this together, right? 
anything can happen in this world. If you are enough of a, never mind. If you, if you have a dream out there, go chase it. Speaking of white claw, because if you're white right now, that's what you go chase it. White women, you go chase that white claw. White claw. <laughs> now, now beyond what happened, I didn't watch the pay per view. Okay, so I did watch behind, Thursday. Ba- basis behind this is, is I really think that um, Johnny Silver is a motherfucking beast. Like he is a fucking beast. He is a man animal, uh, small, compact, tight, quick to the point. Um, just think of Neville only on a different level of intensity um, when he's on. Uh, Eddie Kingston, um, you hear that on our show every once in a while. Eddie Kingston is longest reigning Chicago Pro Wrestling Champion ever. Uh, he held the belt for 600 some days. In a legitimate tough guy, I believe Eddie Kingston can beat me up. I believe Eddie Kingston has killed people. Maybe not, but legitimately, this kid is, he's New York, he's tough, what you get is what you see, and, I mean, since CZW, I was, I've been a fan of Eddie's forever, he was on the show with me and fucking Nico a long time ago, and this was, whatever, the National Suicide Awareness Month, uh, it was uh, National Awareness, Mental Health Awareness Day, on that Saturday, whatever Saturday it was, um, Eddie uh, gave a nice little speech. I mean, he talked about it. And at the end of that, he called Johnny Silver out from the back and called him out in the middle and pretty much told him that he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. He wasn't honoring what he was supposed to be honoring. And if he wanted to continue to do what he's doing, he would do it the right way, right? Yes, and I did see that, so I stand corrected. I did watch that. Okay, so that's the pay-per-view on Saturday, right? Monday, uh, we get a great match. I mean, we just get an amazing match. We get Johnny Silver doing his thing. I mean, he is amazing as fuck. He's just, he's Neville on a different level. Maybe that's a t-shirt. I don't know. But he ends up, this is after he's been on a WWE show, right? Yes, yes. And that was something, that was addressed actually before the show Thursday, I think. Yes. Uh, Drew mentioned it. Drew was like trying to hype the crowd up and he was like, I just want you to know this is why I do this. Because you turned on um, WWE one night. Tell everybody who Drew is. Say Drew. Huh? Drew was oh. the promoter for uh, for Beyond Wrestling. Right. He addressed the crowd, and actually, eight, so Silver and Reynolds both did WWE and um, AEW AW. now because they, they were, were on, on that. They were they, on that next Wednesday. They wrestled LAX or EYFBO or <laughs> Santana and Ortiz or whatever name that. Like I know them as EYFBO. Enjoy I don't. Your- I know another team is LAX, and that's but also part of Team Pazuzu. Yes, and those two. Um, we're geeks, dude. So, but that <laughs> match was on. And you know what was on NXT at that time? What? Uh, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. How many tweets do I have to read that says I need to just change his name back to 
what everybody the Donovan Dijak. Yeah, but uh, like, you know, nobody gives you know where you saw both of those two matches before. Beyond, right? Beyond wrestling is beyond. I mean, I, I, we, I say it. Dude, and, how much time do you think? I mean, honestly, do you think? And this is a question for for you to honestly answer. Do, do you think with the social influencers that we know, and I'm going to say like Smart to Death and Talkmania and Boot to the Face and uh, do the favor and take the bump and Queens of New Like, do you think that us doing our show and talking about these individuals and beyond as a whole has helped any way, shape, or form? Probably. I mean, I don't so know. So, WWE not... might not listen to. They, listen they to might us. not listen to podcasts. But you damn straight, they see every hashtag WWE tweet. Um, any major they have bots that scroll for this shit and names that are mentioned with it. They have bots that scroll this shit. They know they do. I know for a fact that the bigger independent companies and not even like the mid-level and up independent companies are watched. Like I know for a fact, I've talked to somebody whose job it was to pretty much inventory all those tapes. You can even go back to some of our interviews with some of the guys that we've had, and they've said, yeah, I went down there and I got some amazing feedback from, you know, William, William Regal. I got amazing feedback from uh, Mike Quackenbush. You know, I, I you know, it's just... Uh, we, Beyond Wrestling is my favorite promotion right next to AEW right now. And that's really hard. I know, and that's really hard for me to say because there was a period of four years where I really thought NXT was going to be that. I really 100% bought into that. Like, I got sold that bill of goods, and I bought it. I ate it. I chomped on it. I loved it. But now, and I don't know, dude, if it's because I'm secluding myself 1980s wide. And knowing that, I mean, maybe that's why I enjoy Beyond Wrestling so much is because I don't pay attention to what the matchups are, uh, who they are, what it's going to be besides the day. And I'm telling you right now, dude, I am enjoying pro wrestling so much more right now than I ever have in my life. And I think that has a lot to do with it. I mean, you have to look at, I I wish you would watch uh, NWA. Because, um... It's just so good, and it's the guys that, like, it's Mr. Anderson, Mr. Kennedy, whatever. Colt Cabana. Kennedy. You know, that's my my son's middle name. Kennedy. After Vincent Kennedy McMahon. His tag partner is Colt. Cabana? Yeah. No. And then you have um, James Storm as the NWA heavyweight champ. What? Oh, no, sorry. Nick Aldis says James Storm is the North American champ, I believe. Still, James Storm's in there, though, huh? So Storm is in the Storm is basically the number one contender. Um, you I miss got, Storm and Bob. I miss Storm and Rude. I miss Storm. Storm is such a, like... Storm wouldn't know my name now if you said it, I don't think, but there was a while where if they came to Mass, he would call me and say, hey, can you give me a ride? And I wouldn't, be his I, little driver. I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that because fucking Archer, it's been decades, and he'd ride away. 
and the bars and the <laughs> we showed up. It was me. I, he called me one night. I knew he was in town, but he he had usually called me like a week before and said, hey, can you drive me? And he didn't. So I just left it be. And I was out with a couple of boys having some beers. And uh, he called me out and uh, was like, hey, you coming out tonight? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, all right, cool. Um, I'll meet you. And I walk in, and, like, Nikki Rocks is there. She was doing Roxy Laveau at the time, and I've known oh, yeah. Nikki forever. So yeah, she yeah. looked up and went, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> and then ODB walks up and was like, who are you guys? And sat there, and, like, we sat there basically drinking with Storm and ODB all night that night. ODB is a – she's a cool person. Just entirely That's, a cool she's person. Such, she's such a nice person. I know. She's an amazing individual, dude. In um, watching NWA, though, you get to see Rucker in the front row every time. I know. He needs to get on a treadmill. <laughs> wearing, his, wearing his boot to the face shirt, which you can get on pro wrestling tees. We should, really, your... think it, we should really think about um, promoting ourselves once in a while. Yeah, we need t-shirts. I think we we had those at one time, but there was only like four sold. They're like so super exclusive. I have one. Um, I gave one to Pat Joe. From UFO. Pat from UFO has the only hoodie. And only hoodie. Phil has one or two as well. Yeah, Phil. And Phil, guys, if you guys don't know, like we have a lot of content on our website. We really don't, but we need more. We have some. Like though. if we you have... like if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, Todd, I wish I could. I I have so many opinions about pro wrestling. Like, so shoot us a fucking email. Like, I want somebody to get on there. Like, we want people just to write articles and have a fun time. And like, but there's like, no there's no moderators. There's you can say what you want and do what you want. But Phil's right, amazing, man. I feel so bad that I dumped his that that. that Go yeah, we lost some of his we lost some of his stories. And oh. He's a he's a published author. Like he's got books out, and he's writing on our website. I remember when I first approached him, he was like, "I'm I can't do this." I'm like, "Dude, just write it like you would. Any, just do your thing." And the way he writes is so much fun to listen to, or not listen to. But to, I say that because it's like when you read it, he's telling a story, and it's like somebody I'm listening to somebody tell me a story. I just enjoy it, dude. I, he's, right. He, you, he's you in, know what the building smells like when you read his story. Like, yeah, you and can you know smell. what fucking, you know what food trucks are there. You know what beer trucks are there. You know what the food smells like. You know what Darby Allen's skateboard graphics were that night. It's cool shit. Yeah, he paints a. It's he paints a picture rather than write a story. Oh, let's start speaking of Darby Allen. I, uh, real quick, Dave Cole. Uh, did you see his T-shirt design? Yeah. Yeah. How cool was that skate to die Darby Allen throwback T-shirt? Dave Cole is probably the best wrestling artist slash pop culture artist out there, and he does like he does so much stuff you don't know about. Like the canvases for Game Changer Wrestling when they have new canvases, the canvases for New Japan when they have their big events, and like. If you want to if you want a Funko Pop of your favorite wrestler, you shoot him a message and he'll do it for you. Did you see the Bandito one that he did? Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. He he does a couple of them. Like I think that was just out of boredom, and uh, it's just so good. Like he, I talked to him about doing the canvases because those are twenty by twenty feet. Yeah, and he was like, yeah. He says he goes to um a basketball 
court near his house and stretches it out and paints them. No shit. And then dries it, like stretches it out in his living room to dry it. In his Balor, the Finn Balor uh, art that he does and, and the canvases so, and shit that he does are cool. He, when Finn Balor was NXT originally, he was talking to Balor at one point about trying to get down there to actually do the body paint for him. No shit. Yeah. So, uh, are you, uh, I feel, dude, I feel bad not following Finn. Like, I feel bad not watching him in NXT. I haven't watched, I mean, I have it all DVR'd still, I just haven't. You're like, like you're, my, waiting for that, you're waiting for that one day, it's like, God, I'm a, I got 10 hours, what am I, oh, I got NXT. My TV habits are like this, like, I'll watch AEW tonight, I'll watch American Horror Story tonight, everything else will DVR and I'll watch later. And then, like, when I go to watch it, I'll find something else on... I found a show Saving Dion on Netflix this week that I've been binge-watching that's really good. You know what's crazy, and I keep mentioning this, is you know that we can watch AEW right when it gets over. Again. Right, because they do do the replay. Yeah, but we don't. Like... I want to see that as it's... Here's my reason for watching that live, or a big part of it, is... I don't shut my social media down. I I'm almost I'm, always on now. social media. I can't because I got to be the tweeter machine. So all the results for that one, the results for that tend to go up more than the results for WWE. What do you think is going to happen with the um, the ratings tonight? I mean. Fox because of the World Series because of the World Series in general, you think ratings go down? Nope. A- the <laughs> World Series does not even touch AEW. It's a totally different audience. You think? For a fact. Well, it, I don't even know I don't I don't even know what the ratings have been, but I bet you that they they're doing don't. about a million. They're both the both companies are doing pretty close to each other, between eight hundred thousand to a million. Here's why. Who the fuck that's a pro wrestler is gonna sit there for three hours and watch a World Series game? Abe Knuckleball Schwartz. That's about it. So legit, dude. Like, I can go watch AEW right now in the next ten minutes. Uh, go for two hours. I'm gonna catch uh, innings seven, eight, and nine, probably the World Series, and I'll know if it's a game or not, no. whether it's worth to watch. No, that's, that's my that's my TV watching habits, dude. I'm gonna wait and see because Granky is going against um, to Scherzer. So it, it's a matter of whose bullpen gets out there first. Now they bumped NXT off of Fox tonight. So NXT is on Fox Sports One, I believe, tonight instead of Fox. That will that will get affected. It's hurt I, it. I agree with you about AEW. I think they'll lose they'll lose less than a hundred thousand. I think AEW NXT could lose half. Here, here. Here's how ratings work, man. A lot of places are what they call diary markets. So think of it this way. If I am... Diarrhea? Yeah. Diary. Like if I write in a diary. Okay. Yes. Think of it this way. Um, They're going to ask you, what do you typically watch on Wednesday nights? Um, You have to write this. So it has to be memory recall. True story. I did that once. So that's a that's called a diary market. So I never knew that. It's a horrible way to judge ratings. It's a horrible way to actually 
do any kind of metrics because there's no way to judge it. Like, how do you know you're watching AEW and not NXT? How do you know you weren't? How do you know? Like, you don't know for sure. Like, and it's it just it's just the wrong way to look at it. And it's completely different now. With um, it's completely different now with DVRs too. Oh yeah, you can't. I actually did the diary at one point, and they literally send you a black marble note. You know the marble black notebook things. Yeah, and you track what you're watching when you're watching. Yes, they send you one of those, and they send you a one dollar bill. That's it. That's it. At least that's what it was. And if you forget that night, you forget that night, right? That's it. Now I go. Can I plug one more thing? Yes. And I'm going to share this tweet later on today. So if you guys want to donate to this, um, go ahead. I'll share the tweet with the Venmo link. This is a legitimate. Uh, you're you're going to go. You're making the transition. No, no, no. This is this is actually really sad. Like I had a family member that was raped last month. Oh man, I shouldn't have made a joke about and, that. No, no, that's cool. That's cool. She um, but she's starting a foundation. Mad um. Maddie's mission, it's called. And what she's doing is uh, raising money to buy sheets because when you're raped in your bed, they confiscate your sheets as evidence and they leave you with no sheets. Yeah, you, you have to go buy new so, ones and that's, that's more PTSD shit. Right. So what she's trying to do is make sure that no other rape victim has to go through at least that little piece of it. What is it called again? Maddie's mission. Maddie's mission? Yes. Is there and an I, at? Is there an at? Is there is there they a don't. website or? Um, they don't. Um, I believe there's a Facebook. I'll I'll check that and I'll share that all later. But I'll definitely I'll share her little mission statement that she has out there, and I'll share the um the Venmo for it. I feel like an and, asshole now that I made it. You, like, you didn't know. prep me. You prepped me for that, so I made a really I did it. Horrible, I didn't mention I that really, at all. I made a really horrible rape it's, joke. Now. No, it's um. <laughs> it's a rape but she's you know she's not a cousin that i'm close with but i'm really close ironically i'm very close with her father who i'm not related to um i'm her mother is my second cousin but her father i grew up with so um i just want to make sure we help them out a little well uh you should put that on social media because yes Okay. I know I shared it on my own Facebook, but I'm going to do it on these shows, Twitter. And yes, I made a donation. I don't donate to anything. And I made a donation to this one. Ooh, I don't. That, I, I, I always round up, dude. Do you know that? Like, that's the biggest upsell for me in the world. Like, I'm checking out today at Taco Bell. I'm a fat fuck. And... I pay three dollars and twenty nine cents. Are you still there? Yeah. All right, guys, we're back. Another little break there, inadvertently. Jerky's <laughs> Walmart connection shit out. My whole computer screen just went black, uh, black on me, and died. But um, so AEW. Uh, yeah, I watch AEW live. Back, getting right back to that, and getting off of all the Samba stuff, but. Um, I would have felt bad if I didn't plug that, but I watch AEW live be- strictly. I would have felt a lot better media. if you would have prepped me for it, because then I would have been prepared to give a positive message rather than shitting all over it before you even said anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Welcome to the Irish Whip Podcast. 
Right. I, I didn't say anything about <laughs> this at all. Like, you didn't even know I had family member going through that, you know? So I, it's... I, and then I just make an asshole joke. That's what I do. Thank you. I'm sure I will get harassed again by Jay Ruble Tubal from Beyond Again. <laughs> the big the big tie-dye guy? <laughs> Whatever he is. Did you see that? Did you catch that? You know what's so funny about a that, dude? A couple weeks ago? That seriously took enough time to find me on Facebook. Right. But did you see that on, um, there was a couple of weeks ago, and I, I hate plugging this kid because he's just a douche. Oh, no, let's put him over. He's such a douche. Let's put him over. Let's just like but, the skinny Axel Rotten. Let's put him over. There was an issue with the ring. It was a week me and Joe weren't there because I probably would have been able to go under and fix the ring for them. Um, there was an issue with the ring. I think a board popped up or something. And uh, they had to stall the show a little, so they gave Richard Holiday the mic and just told him go cut a promo for ten minutes. And he's walking around the ring, and he's one of the ones that gets interviewed. But then, like the next week, the, the next week when MDK comes around the ring, this kid gets in MDK's way, which the crowd does, and like he he'll he'll sort of mosh pit with them and stuff. That's a GCW and, crowd, not a Beyond crowd. Just clarifying. And, and all of a sudden, all you hear is um, Sidney Bacabella, my boy, go, that big tie-dye guy would take a bullet for him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just big tie-dye guy. I just, dude, I could listen to Sidney Bacabella oh. all day long. He will be on the show. It's just a matter of when at this point. I know. It's just, he, can you, I just... When that happens, it is going to be legendary. Like for me, there is nothing you can throw at this guy. It's like it's like so, this kid I used to know when I was in grade school. You could go up there on the chalkboard and draw some squiggly thing, and he would make it into a piece of art. You can give Sidney Bacabella a subject of anything. Like, he will turn that into a dude. There's so I've I've tried to quote him during a beyond even just write oh. shit down. During a match, like, and I can't because it's repeatedly it's also, after another, after another. Like, he's he. If I could, if you could take him and put him on Monday Night Raw instead of Jerry Lawler, it would be the funniest fucking show in the world, and it would be so entertaining. I would, I would watch Monday Night Raw just if Sidney Bacabella was there. If they, and half the time he's just telling the truth, all the time. Like he, there's no reason he he's he's legit one hundred all the time. There was a uh, last week on. On Beyond Thursday night, somebody got thrown out that side door there. I forget who it was. Uh, oh, Smart Mark Sterling. Okay, got thrown out the side door and all by um, by Chris Dickinson, I believe. And all you hear is Sydney Bacabella. Sydney Bacabella going. I hope they didn't lock that door. That's where I go to smoke. <laughs> That is 100% legitimate. In between matches, he goes out that door and smokes. <laughs> Dude, I fucking... That's why I look forward to Thursday. Like, between it's him so... and... What's the poor kid's name that's got to sit there with him the entire night? Uh, Paul Crockett? Paul Crockett. Something Crockett. Not the Crockett from WPN, but a different right. Crockett. Different Mike Crockett. Different Paul Crockett. Different Crockett the... from any Crockett that we know. Well, I got WPN to talk about me last week. Why? They let's added. We got, four, let's go, we got four minutes to talk about the bouncers. Let's do it before AEW. Let's we got three well, minutes. They added a third host. They added Brian Fury as a permanent host now. 
Shut the fuck the, up. The WPA and right. Because with, um, bet- well, between all their schedules, like, and we see it with us. Yeah, yeah, you got to have, three. you know, yeah. They so they now we out. You get two, you get burned out. Right. And Malonis has been traveling so much, he's been missing weeks. ROH. But they did, they do a, an annual thing, ask Brian anything. And this now it's ask the Brian's anything or Mike. So my question was for Mike Crockett. I simply asked him which one of Fury's retirement matches was his favorite one to ref. Which one of Brian Fury's <laughs> retirement matches? And so I completely expected Fury to like get all pissy, knowing it was me that asked it. You know, I don't even know if Anthony Green wrestled him, but it was Anthony Green's. And Fury, <laughs> Fury's reply was, "They they all expected him." And Crockett was like, "Are you gonna yell at this guy?" And Fury went, "No, JP's a giant, and he's one of the nicest guys around." So that was kind of cool. And then I was talking to Malonis at UFO, and Malonis is like, yeah, we were laughing at that one. Just for the record, this is pro- I think we've been able to get Anthony Green's name on every episode. Yes, yeah, you just slid it in there. I caught that. <laughs> well, we had a whole week of them last week with the AG's, uh, the AG's Halloween Bash special. Yeah, that was a great marketing effort on your part, my friend. So next next month we're gonna have so this is cool. Like next month we got a segment planned. We do actually have segments. We're 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 getting there. We have so, a minute. I, dude, I gotta go. I'm getting. It's, I'm Twitter time. This is this is serious shit. Okay. This is fit. Eighty three thousand people are depending on me to fucking let them know what's going on with AEW, and absolutely none of them are gonna tweet me back. <laughs> Unlike when we tweet yeah, when we tweet at uh, Chikara. Oh, dude, I love doing live Chikara shows. It's so I'm... fun. Okay. They, uh... Uh, go ahead. I was hanging with Tanku the other day, too. Hanging with Tanku. Did you he flipped me sir? off in the ring. Did you I call did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> he actually flipped me off from the ring at one point, too. So me and him are in a fight still. That's still probably my favorite. We've done a lot of good interviews. That's still my favorite interview so far this year. That's just because he fucking made you. Okay. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to tweet. All right, guys. That's it. Enjoy. Follow us at Three Irish Boys. Follow JP at the biggest head in the world. Follow me at 406 Yeti. <laughs> That's it. We're out. All right.